When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Without further ado, let's welcome all the way uh, from West Auckland. How are you, mate? All right? Good, mate. Hey, um, you came in. You, you said to me that there's a bit of a story that's come out of Wellington Rugby next year affecting MPC. Who would have thought this? In yeah. Right now, audience. Yeah. Um, the very, the very great Adam Cooper from the New Zealand Herald, former colleague of ours. Uh, great man, Adam Cooper. <clears throat> very good human being. Are reporting the Wellington Lions are poised to exit Wellington's main sporting venue and downsize their home for MPC matches. Uh, they're in talks with the Potiroa City Council about um, staging Farah Palmer Cup and MPC games at Jerry Collins Stadium um, from next year and beyond. Yeah, and I watched one of the games this year from Jerry Collins Stadium. It might have been against North Harbour. Thoroughly entertaining. I love the fact the crowd were up so close and personal. I watched North Harbour play at Onywood Domain this year. Found a similar thing. Auckland took a game to Bell Park in Pakaranga. Now, when you look at the lack of crowd numbers for MPC... Um, this makes sense. Yeah. We've got unions that are bleeding. We've got clubs that are desperate for facilities. Yes, we want to have our shop window. Yes, we want to have our NPC sites, but not at the expense of every other form of the game. I remember years ago, Brad, emceeing the Auckland Rugby Awards, and I was talking to the then finance manager who said, look, Mark, we're really hoping that we get a home semi-final and we get Canterbury Eden Park this week but it will cost us $100,000. So you could sort of see, but at the same time, we wouldn't be disappointed if we didn't have to host because yeah. we wouldn't lose that amount of money. And the reality is, I mean, what, what's it cost Open Eden Park? 60 70k before you start? Yeah. And, and, and you're not getting people in, are you? No, you're and not. You, and as Chris Ratu from The Herald once described it, it's a cemetery with chips. <laughs> and cold chips too. And cold chips. Uh, yeah, look, the, the CEO of Wellington Rugby, Tony Giles, was just saying, look, we're looking at ways to, um, to to complete this move moving forward. It's just not feasible for us to continue and, or our stakeholders playing at, um, at Sky Stadium. So uh, I wonder if this is the start, as sort of you mentioned, uh, of a domino effect of other teams following suit. Like I, I know Canterbury have a really nice, Christchurch has a beautiful stadium that's going to be built and I think in the short term a lot of Cantabrians are going to go, on, going Novel- to go on, novelty they're factor. Going to, they're yeah. going to go and watch their team play there but I just think in the long term uh, Canterbury might be the exception to the rule because they tend to get you know eight to 10,000 to, to a lot of the well, NBC games. Hawke's but, Bay and Bay of Plenty do yeah, too. I but, mean Hawke's Bay get and Bay of Plenty get good crowds. Yeah but uh, I think is, do you think the thing in that is that they're not super rugby franchises like they're, yep. they're part of super rugby franchises but there's not it's not the Hawke's Bay Hurricanes so the Magpies no. are what they get but you also look at the grounds down there in McLean Park. They're just so accessible. You yeah. can walk there. It's part of the community, isn't it? I just had a call. I was talking. We were just talking generically, not just about cricket the whole lot, about why people aren't turning up to watch live sport anymore. And there's some of the factors they build in. But I think the other thing is, Brad, you know, we, we've said this, and I've said this for a long time, I think we've moved rugby from a model of being rugby fans to all-black fans Intentionally or unintentionally, I think that's where it sits now. It's all about the All Blacks. And I think there is no longer that connectedness with the fans to the degree there once was. And I think by taking MPC back to the smaller venues, I think you do take it to the communities. Yeah. I think you make it a lot more accessible. I think you bring a little bit more of a, um, a suburban, regional feel to it. And I think this is a really good step in re-engaging with the public.
I agree. Uh, there's a note here, actually, Watto, uh, where um, there's a note from Adam saying that Pyro Park benefited from the FIFA Women's World Cup this year in terms of upgrade facilities, and it got me thinking about the Auckland A-League franchise. Uh, I fear for that franchise me too. if they're based at Mount Smart Stadium or Go Media Stadium, right? Yeah. Like, I, I, why not take make the most? Like, the, the club that I play for, Waitakere Rangers, they've just spent millions of dollars on upgrading their facilities um, because they had teams playing there. And, like, why not make the most of that and go into these Auckland clubs and... I don't know, try and form a relationship with, with, with Rangers, try and form a, a relationship with Seattle 2 Football Club, try and form a relationship with Only Hunger Football Club and play one game a season at that venue. Like, yeah, I, I think it could work. Yeah, and my, my boy also plays for West Coast Rangers. West Coast Rangers, actually, right? Yeah. And we've actually, he's formerly Waitakere, uh, yes. formerly Waitakere, one of the great clubs, but they have merged and we've played each other this year. Um, but I have also have Jaden, my little guy, going and playing basketball at... At Waitakere, yeah. At, at um, is it Waitakere Stadium? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Trust Stadium there. Yeah. They do a lot of the netball. You go next door to the Graham Douglas field there, yeah. where they have a lot of the track and field. They've done the same thing with the FIFA. Yeah. That pitch in the middle of that four hundred meter track pristine. is stunning. Yeah. And they actually have a grandstand, and they actually have a facility for corporate catering. And I just looked at that and I thought, you know what? Even Super Rugby NPC would be ideal here. It comes down to then parking and accessibility beyond. Park that. your egos, folks. This is the thing that rugby needs to do. I think our big billionaire buyer of the Auckland A-League franchise needs to do. You don't need to play at a big stadium. Like, if you can get two to 3,000 packed into a little community stadium that might have one little grandstand, it's going to look great optics-wise for television, and it's just going to be... It's going to, it's going to create good atmosphere. Well, I remember being at the... It was the London Olympics, and I had a bit of time, and I went and watched the hockey. And what they've done with the hockey, they put a beautiful hockey venue in, as you need to, like a turf, which you need to for the Olympics. But the stadium itself was actually just made of, um, uh, what do you call it, um, you know, a, a, a grandstand. Yeah, what's the stuff that you put around houses when you... Yeah, yeah, um, uh, yeah I know, scaffold. Scaffold. Yeah. So it's just basically made of scaffolding. Sorry, I'm just having a mental block. <laughs> Me it was just basically made of scaffolding, and it had a capacity of about 8,000. Yeah. But, man, it worked. It just had this buzz and this feel about it. Yeah. And I just thought... It doesn't it look great on TV? Yeah. And the smaller the group, the more atmosphere. And what atmosphere does, it creates the experience. And I've yeah. said this, Brad, what rugby needs to do in sports, rather than just being transactional, let me take your money, yeah. it needs to be invitational. Yeah, uh, I mean, look, let's be honest. Eden Park number one should be now reserved for the odd Warriors game here or there, the All Blacks uh, and um, T20 and ODI cricket. That should be the only thing. And even ODI cricket out of stretch is, prob- is, is probably oh, stretching it these days awful. as well. It's a T20 ground at best because yeah. it's small and short and it's conducive to that, but yeah. it's a dreadful cricket ground. I mean, yeah. the Eden Park number two is actually a better option. But, I th- but you know, I c- this is going to happen right across the board. I yeah. mean, the best playing cricket grounds now, Mount Monganui, aren't they? Yep. Um, University you know, I'd, love see, I'd love to see Molyneux Queen, Park and Alexandra being t- Queenstown done. Yeah, I and, mean our first game this Sunday Steve Davey Warren Lees with the commentary uh, White Ferns versus Pakistan that's been played at University Oval beautiful ground in Dunedin it is mm. what's the weather forecast not great <laughs> <laughs> Steve Steve. Um, I, I was talking to Steve last night he goes Brad the uh, forecast is not the best do we have some rain delay content I'm like yeah mate we're sorting that out for you but he did he did um he did say that it's on the up so uh he's hoping the the forecast clears and we can get some uh cricket and what time does that start one o'clock I one believe. o'clock yep and 50 over gamers or 20 t20 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 to kick off the summer black caps mark only playing three odis at home this summer oh good yeah. Um, well, not good. 14, I think it's 14, uh, th- uh, 12, 12 T20. Oh, to be honest, mate, I'd rather have, to be perfectly honest, I'd rather have 
one day cricket than T20 cricket. That's me personally. Yeah. But there's got to be some meaning to it. What's the jeopardy? What does it all mean? Mm. You know, what, what what if we lose? What's the jeopardy in it? You know what I mean? The All Blacks lose. Stakes. Well, the All Blacks lose. It's a pride thing. It's a history thing. It's a percentage winning thing. It's They just don't lose. But what do we... Yeah. 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 I, I'm, a, I'm a big pro wrestling fan, as you know, Mark, and the big thing that pro wrestling fans are into is what are the stakes? What's at risk here? Why am I getting invested into the yeah. storyline? It's the same thing for sport. What are the stakes? The stakes for the All Blacks are plain See, and simple. It's, uh, it's like you said, it's legacy. And that's what same the Warriors, there's no easy game in the Warriors. You can't drop every game as important in terms of making the regular Correct. season. And now they've actually jumped on that model of being very fan-orientated and they've got the model right. And it's the Premier League this year. There's five teams all within three points of each other. Every mm. game right now has major stakes to it. And, and yeah, as I say, it's Premier League. We, we sit there every week, don't we? Go, God, we've got two more points. It's got another draw. We can't do that. How does City go? And we're looking at it. Yeah. But I just look at, you know, someone said to me, okay, well, the Cricket World Cup, the one-day format, do you like it? Is it? Too, I see, but what's the alternative? And that's the thing, isn't it? What is the alternative? Mm. I don't want a T cricket. problem with T20 cricket is one player can take it away from a team. Yeah. Test cricket, you've got to have seven or eight firing, don't you? Yeah, over the course of five one days. One-day yeah. cricket, you've got to have a, still a critical mass of players performing. Yeah. T20, one or two players. That's it. And that's it. Mm. 